Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Listen, I already know this is going to be one of my most popular episodes because it always is. We all love the bright, shiny objects. So today's episode is all about those top 10 tools that I like to use as a freelance writer. I know you're here because you're like, what are they, Janine? What are they? First, I want to invite you to the Savvy Nurse Writer community over on Facebook if you're not in there yet. And I also want to invite you to check out the website, SavvyNurseWriter.com, where you can get access to our free job board and add yourself to the Nurse Writer database and see what the heck we're all about. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show. All right. Are you ready, my friends? Okay. So first off, let's just talk for a minute. It's so cool being freelance and working remotely because we get to live and work on our own terms, right? We get to pick our life over work and sometimes work over life, but truly I like the life over work part. And with the right tools and strategies and systems, we can successfully work remotely and even become more productive than you ever thought possible. So the freelance remote work trend is obviously growing. Since the pandemic, we know so many people are working from home now. And as a nurse, welcome, because we know we couldn't really do this before unless you have a remote job as a nurse. But you know, bedside nurses, you're not working from home. We need you over there. But I don't know about you. Obviously, you also crave it because you're here today. I craved, I craved a job from home to be able to be with my kids. And you know, they, they have that meme out there about like, you know, I'm a labor and delivery nurse. What a labor and delivery nurse actually is and what it it people think it is. It's the same thing with, with working from home, right? What everybody thinks it is and what it actually is. Well, Maybe it's not all butterflies and rainbows all the time, but I will tell you, I love it. And here are the tools that I use every day that are specific to the freelance writer who's working from home. Okay. And these, these tools, I know you're ready. You're ready. I know these tools aren't, I'm going to give you some examples, but these are more like broad categories and you can find what works best for you. So here we go. The first thing you need is some sort of project management tool. So I'm going to share my favorites, like I said, in these categories, but I want you to know that it doesn't matter what works for me. 
You have to find what works for you. And don't worry, I will include all the links to all of these tools with some special discount codes if I have them in our show notes. So if you need if you need a discount or you really excited to join them, a lot of them have free trials. Just go ahead and check them out. So first, you guys know this. You've heard it before. My favorite project management tool is ClickUp. It's a game changer. If you have been on our free job board, you'll see that it's on ClickUp. After I assign jobs, I pick out the articles, I put them in the client folder, I assign that article to the writer, communicate with the writer, and update the status of the article. All within ClickUp. I do everything in there. I use the task card to attach the file. And if you've been a listener for a while, I can go on and on and on and on and on about this amazing tool. But some other tools that are like ClickUp are things like Trello, Asana, Basecamp, and more. Number two tool is some sort of client relationship system or management. You might have heard it called a CRM. And this tool is essential if you have any sort of online business. If you are selling bows, you would still need a client management system. If you are um, a freelance writer, you also need it. So with this, you can find out when your emails were opened, what time they were opened, and other types of analytics. I also fit my client management tool, ClickUp, into this category. It doesn't give me the data that my client relationship manager uses, my email marketing system, as much as, which is what those are, Flowdesk and Kajabi is what I use for my email marketing. But but HoneyBook's a great hub for my clients. So if you're thinking client stuff, client work, that's in my HoneyBook. HoneyBook lets me see if my clients have opened my emails, read my proposals, signed my contracts, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas uh, Flowdesk and Kajabi has me as my my audience, you guys, if you're on the email list, I can tell if you've opened my email, what the click rate was, and the analytics behind that. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So you can create different client portals inside HoneyBook, and you can also communicate and have their files inside their own portal. So no more like Google Drive for everything on your entire computer and everything within each client. Do I use Google Drive? Well, that's number four. You need, or three, you need a space to hold things. So speaking of Google Drive, you need a space to hold all your documents. This day and age, I can tell you 98% of my papers, quote unquote, are online in Google Drive like contracts and such. And I know, I know how scary that sounds. What if Google shuts down tomorrow? What if? Well, my friends, I can't live in that mindset. I do have folders inside Google Drive for clients that I use for all their deliverables, my content articles. Other tools for an area to hold files is maybe something called Dropbox. You can use Dropbox. You can use um, SharePoint through Microsoft. I love Google Drive. It's it's easy. It's intuitive. I, I just like it. Um, and, a, and a lot of my clients love it too. So stick with Google Drive if you want. Number four, you need to have something to schedule your client calls. A scheduler is essential to your online business. Personally, I've used several I've used Schedule once, I've used Acuity, 
But now with HoneyBook, I have Calendly included. Saves me more money because they already include it within the HoneyBook product. So I use Calendly. I use it for podcast interview scheduling. I use it for discovery calls, weekly calls with clients, and it integrates with my Google Calendar. For example, you guys know I like to batch. This podcast I've recorded, this is my third one I'm recording. My goal is for this week, and one of them is going to be a workshop. So that's for my podcast episodes, okay? And when I batch, I put in my podcast availability so that I can record a podcast and do the workshop and record another podcast, record another podcast, and boom, my podcast recording is done for that week. I try and do it on the same day. I am always scheduling podcasts on Tuesdays and Thursdays between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern. But what if I have an oil change on nine, at 9.15 on a Tuesday? I could change it, sure. But if I don't want to, Calendly will read that from my Google Calendar and not include it in my available times. So maybe my time open isn't going to be until 11 a.m. that day. So on that Tuesday, when I have an oil change, podcast guests can only see my calendar open from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Other tools I have that would have scheduled them during my oil change because I said I was open. So that's why I really like Calendly because it integrates with the Google Calendar and it lets me put in times separate than Schedule Lunch and Acuity did. Um, the one thing with, with Calendly that's cool is you can change your availability it can say like Tuesday, like for this week only, Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., Thursday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it says, do you want to be available every Tuesday? Nope. Or yes. Yes, I do. But then on my Google Calendar, if I'm on vacation on a Tuesday, I'm just blocking that off and that will not be shown. So you need to have somewhere to for clients to schedule calls. They do not want to go back and forth on email. Is Tuesday good for you? Is Wednesday good for you? Is Thursday good for you? No. Just give them your calendar link so they can book it. Makes things so much easier. Another thing you need, number five we're at, you need a tool to meet your clients virtually, especially this day and age. If you have clients all around, maybe worldwide, you need to meet them. <laughs> you can't just schedule a phone call and call it a day. You have to meet them face-to-face. -face. People trust you if they see your face. I'm telling you, they do. And they like to see you in your facial expressions. They like to see that you have a personality rather than just on a phone. So, for example, if you're listening to this podcast episode, you might hear me and think, oh, I like Janine, whatever. But if you come into the Facebook group and you start to interact with me on, on the video and our Zoom calls, you might like me more or you might hate me. I don't know. But either way, you need to have somewhere to meet people and see people face to face. I've met several clients several ways. Zoom, Meet, Google Meets, Teams, you name it. For me, Zoom is still the best. Uh, Google Meets comes in a, in a close second. I don't mind Google Meets, but I'll tell you, Teams is at the dead bottom. When I schedule a client meeting, I can do it within Google and connect my Zoom so I can give them my link via email and it gives them the link instantly so that they can jump on a Zoom with me. Another thing you need, number five, you need to have a grammar checker slash proofreader. I don't care if you're the next Stephen King. 
You need to have a double check on your words. You can do this in Grammarly and in the Hemingway app and use both. Why you why use both? They kind of check things a little bit differently. You can use both of those tools for free to check your content before you ever send it to your editor and most importantly, your client. So make sure you use those tools. They're, they're, you should have them in your back pocket all the time as a freelance writer. Number six, you need to have some sort of planner. Planning is something you have to start doing if you want to run a remote business or any business. If you don't plan, you're going to be lost. If you don't have a goal, you won't have a destination. We're in this world where you can do this in a several different ways. I'll share what I've used and done in the past, okay? So I've done paper planners. I've used the full focus planner and the passion planner. I've also used digital planners inside my iPad. Nowadays, I'm back on the paper planner and this one's called the legend planner. But I use different types of hybrid systems that I can plan things inside ClickUp with my goals and steps along the way. I know I'm like all over the place with this planning, but I really like looking at something and writing and checking boxes. I don't like just clicking boxes. I really like writing things out and checking them off. So that's just me though. Again, you got to do, do you, do you, my friend. So I always, 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 this is something that hasn't changed is Google calendar because my kids and my husband are all integrated with that. So we all know where everybody is especially me. I know everybody is all the time. At the beginning of the month, I write in my legend planner and weekly, I make sure my Google calendar hasn't changed. Then every day I pick a top three for the day and I work on them. Again, if you know me, I can go into planning conversations for hours. So, you know, let's move on here. (laughs) Number seven, you have to have a way to organize your emails. And I know if you're just starting out, I know what you're thinking. Dumb tip, Janine. I only have one client <laughs> or I have no clients. What are you talking about? But please, 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 please. If I could do so, do it over, I would organize my email from the start. Start color coding and labeling your client emails. Gmail is perfect for this. You can categorize them into folders and label them with your client names. This is like a great thing to do because when you lose a client because the project is finished, not because you did a bad job or anything, but just because a client, sometimes we just, they're freelance. We, we did our contract, our cl- contract's up. But you can circle back a le- year later and follow up because you, as you remember, I've said it before, the fortune is always in the follow-up. And number eight, you need to have a social media check-in. And what do I mean about a social media check-in? You have to have a way to connect with new followers and push content out. You should be navigating Facebook, Instagram, etc. to make sure you have a presence out there. Make sure you have a LinkedIn profile. Make sure you do have an Instagram area if that's where your clients are. Don't always make it business related. Have fun with it. Most importantly, set a timer so you're not on it all day. <laughs> and number nine, you need to have Goodreads. What? I've never heard that before, Janine. Goodreads is an app, actually. It's free. And did I lose track? I did. And I'm not re-recording this episode. So I love you all. And I know you were very forgiving people. We are on number 10. And I will recap all of these for you. (laughs) All right. So this is called Goodreads. Every good writer I know is a good reader 
or a reader in general. I don't know if they're good, but they like to read. <laughs> with Goodreads, you can come up with books to read and put them on your want to read list. You can rate the books. You can um, suggest books. And I encourage you to set a book goal this year. Try it and stick with it. You can always listen to books because obviously you like to listen or you want to be listening to this podcast. I personally, like I talk, I, I speed read. I listen really fast. It's like two times speed. You should hear my people, my little people in the car. They're like, my God, mom, how do you even like listen to that so fast? Yeah, I know. I just love it. It's a way, very quick way to read. And I, and I listen to it. It keeps me engaged. Um, okay, so let's run these over again because obviously I can't count. Number one is some sort of project management tool. My favorite to click up. Number two, a CRM. And this is um, a little bit different for whatever you're trying to do. If you're just trying to do client work, HoneyBook is the greatest thing ever. If you are serving an audience where you have a course or you're trying to push out content to people, you're going to want something like Flowdesk or Kajabi. Flowdesk is a lot cheaper than Kajabi. Number three, you need a space to hold things. Google Drive is my favorite. You could also use something like Dropbox. Number four, you need to have something to schedule client calls. I like to use Calendly because it's inside HoneyBook. Number five, you need to have a tool to meet your clients virtually. In order, my favorites are Zoom, Meet, and then Teams is at the dead bottom. Okay, here's where, here's where I messed up my numbers. Number six is a grammar checker proofreader. That is Grammarly and Hemiway app. Number seven, you need to have a planner, however you want to plan. Sometimes it's paper. Sometimes it's a hybrid method. We're using paper and digital. And sometimes it's just digital on a digital planner or something. Number eight, you have to have a way to organize your emails. Start color coding inside Gmail. Number nine is a social media check-in. You need to show a presence on a social media platform where your clients are most active. Don't be going on Twitter if your people aren't on Twitter. And number 10, you need to have Goodreads. Download Goodreads, add me as your friend on there, and let's start pushing books to each other. And I want you to make a book goal this year. Whew, wow. Other than me not counting correctly, I hope that you guys got some value out of this episode. I had a fun time going through my tools and trying to find the top 10 for you guys so that you can grow your freelance writing business this year. Talk to you soon. Let me know if there's a favorite tool that you love over in our Facebook group, Savvy Nurse Writer Community. Take care, everybody. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.